Welcome to the Reinspiring You podcast, a ministry of revitalizing you that focuses on helping its listeners to relax the mind, restore the body, and renew the spirit. My name is Jared Williams, and I am glad that you decided to join us today. May this podcast be a place for you to hear teachings, interviews, and stories that encourage you to rethink, regroup, and recharge. Now, here's today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Reinspiring You podcast. Today, we're actually looking at part two of the episode entitled Sticks and Stones. This was one that we were talking about the power of our words and how our words have power. Now, last time we looked at Genesis chapter one, and we looked at how our words got power in the first place. And we saw that God used the spoken word to create things, and by creation there was power, and that God called things that he had made, day, night, that kind of thing, and we still use those today. And then we also saw that he delegated that authority to man when he gave Adam the job of naming the animals. So as Adam is naming the animals, he is calling them names. You're a giraffe, you're a kangaroo, and we still call it that today. So now that we know how our words got power in the first place, we are going to examine kind of what that means. What does that look like? What does that mean for us. So here we go. If you go back and you look at the book of Proverbs, I love the book of Proverbs. There is so much in Proverbs. But what Proverbs talks about in Proverbs 18.21, so we'll go there. Proverbs 18.21 says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. So Proverbs is confirming that power And it's specifying that it is both death and life. Both death and life are in the power of the tongue. Now that is an incredible responsibility and that we don't usually take seriously. And you think, well, that's just one one thing right here. No, no. Proverbs is just chock full of stuff about what we say. It's just chock full of stuff about our, the way that we use words and the way that we talk. You know, I'm just, I have my Bible open here to Proverbs 18, but it also covers part of 16, 17, 18, and part of 19. And I'm just skimming here, you know, 16:28, perverse man spreads strife and a slanderer separates intimate friends. That speech, um, Proverbs 16.32, he who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who captures a city. Slow to anger. Again, that sounds like it's emotion, but it's also words. Moving on just through, you know, 17.7, excellent speech is not fitting for a fool, much less are lying lips to a prince. And I can go on, you know, reading through, moving on, you know, through, oh, here's another one, 1727, he who restrains his words has knowledge, and he who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding. Even a fool, when he keeps silent, is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is considered prudent. You know, my mom always had a saying, 
that it's it's better to be thought a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. And I think that's where this comes from, is that right there. So again, I can go on and on and on just with what I have open right here. And Proverbs is just chock full of stuff about your words. And it, and what Proverbs 18.21 is saying is death and life is in the power of the tongue. And death and life, that's health. Our health is in the words we speak. Our health is wrapped up in how, how we communicate our life, how we communicate our health. So yes, that's why we are going to and talking about the power of our words because death and life is in the power of our words. That's why it's so important to pay very close attention to what we say and how we say it. And like I said, there's so much in Proverbs. You don't have to be a Christian. You don't have to be a, a believer in God to read through Proverbs and begin to see how applicable it is to your life. Just the book of Proverbs. And I would challenge you to read a proverb a day. You know, I had a teacher one time that said a proverb a day keeps the devil away. But if you read one proverb a day, there's there are 31 chapters. Read one chapter a day and you can get through them. Read through the entire book of Proverbs in a month. Start over. There is just so much wisdom that is contained in the book of Proverbs. It'll change your life. Just reading the book of Proverbs. But that's not the only place that God talks about our words. If you flip all the way towards the end of the book, to the book of James, if you look at James chapter 3, it talks about the tongue. It talks about our words. And this is what it says, James 3, starting in verse 2. For we all stumble in many ways. If anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, able to bridle the whole body as well. Now, if we put bits in horses' mouths so that they will obey us, we direct their entire body as well. Look at the ships also, though they are so great and are driven by strong winds and are still directed by a very small rudder, wherever the inclination of the pilot desires. So also the tongue is a small part of the body, and yet it boasts of great things. See how great a forest is set aflame by such a small fire? And the tongue is a fire, a very world of iniquity. The tongue is set among our members, and that which defiles the entire body, and sets on fire the course of our life, and is set on fire by hell. For every species of beasts and birds, of reptiles and creatures of the sea is tamed, and has been tamed by the human race. But no one can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil and full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come both blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. The tongue is small but mighty. When you think about what it talks about here, a spark, and it can ignite a huge forest fire. I remember seeing a picture the other day of the, the back, the stern of a ship. And here's this huge propeller and this huge rudder. And you think, wow, that is massive, especially compared to the guy that's standing there in the dry dock. And he's teeny tiny compared to the size of this rudder. But then when you look at the rudder versus the size of the ship, that rudder is not that big. 
and yet it can move the biggest ships. And our tongue is so small, and it can do so much damage. When Proverbs 18.21 says that death and life is in the power of the tongue, there is so much when you think about that. And what James is talking about is how small our tongue is, and yet how massive damage it can do. I mean, one unkind word can tear apart somebody's whole day. Something that somebody says can alter the trajectory of a person's entire life. I know of of several people who, when they were in school, a teacher told them, you know, you'll be lucky to graduate high school. You'll never get through college. In a sense, you're too dumb for that. And what's interesting is that people who have been told that, there are some who have just said, okay, I guess I'm too dumb. Oh, I guess I'm just, I'm not good for anything. I'm not worth anything. That's what they told me. And then there are other people who have heard that and said, oh no, I'm not going to be that way. And they've gone on and they've not only graduated high school and college and even some advanced degrees and are in very educated professions. And it's, But it's interesting how that has affected them because they still struggle with that realization that I may not be good enough. I was always been told that I wasn't smart enough or whatever. The tongue is so small and our words can be so damaging and so deadly. How many times have you seen somebody who has committed suicide and it's because ultimately something somebody said a long time ago that the somebody has, their their mind is just so wrapped up in what has been said to them. I mean, online bullying is at an all-time high and depression is at an all-time high. Is it any coincidence? I, I don't know, but it sure seems like it, that they are connected. And people talk about that, you know, the negative things that people say to you, but what do you say about yourself? Do you say negative things about yourself? Do you say things about yourself that is, you know, oh, I'm, I'm not very smart. Uh, I'm not very, I'm sick. I have this condition. You're speaking that over you. You're speaking that negative thing over you, just like somebody else telling you that, you know, telling some, a teacher telling a student that they're dumb. As much as somebody else being unkind, as much as you're being unkind to yourself. But here's the thing. You don't have to accept the negative things. You do not have to accept those things when someone's speaking over you if you don't agree with it, if it's negative. No, I don't accept that. No, I'm smarter than that. You can't tell me that I'm that dumb. I know I'm smarter than that. And you know what James says there is that blessing and cursing come out of our mouth and they shouldn't be together. It should be it should be blessing. And we don't talk much about blessing. You know, going back to Proverbs 18:21, death and life. Life is in the power of the tongue. And it is so difficult to think that way that life the good things is in the power of the tongue. Am I sick? I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Not healed yet, but I'm almost there. I don't quite have full range of motion yet, but I'm getting there. I may not be completely healed of my allergy, but I'm getting there. I may not be able to eat that right now, but I will eventually. And I'm not saying that you can talk yourself into health. 
No, I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is that when you start speaking those types of things, not only does your perspective change, your attitude changes, and yes, even your health can change. If it works for plants, it ought to work for us too. So we'll move on and we'll look at, after we've looked at Proverbs 18.21, death and life is in the power of the tongue. We'll look at Proverbs 25.11. We've also looked at James 3, seen how destructive our words can be and how destructive the tongue can be. But let's see what Proverbs 25.11 says. When we talk about how destructive our words can be, Proverbs 18.21 says death and life. Well, in 25.11, it says, Like apples of gold and settings of silver is a word spoken in right circumstances. We, we don't think about that as, as we should. Too often we think about the bad things. What about the good things our words are, are saying and can say? The Bible talks about blessing. We don't understand what the power that's in blessings God blessed mankind. God blessed his creation. He spoke good things over it so that it would be fruitful and multiply. And it, when you read through some of the the Bible, it talks about how people wanted the blessing. They didn't want so much material things. But when a father was on his deathbed, the, the children wanted the father's blessing. They wanted him to speak good things over them because that meant that good things would happen to them. That was the culture then, but there's something to that. There's an aspect to that, and we don't see that today. We don't see people blessing each other. We don't see people, um, fathers blessing their children. We don't see them speaking over them good things. It's hard enough oftentimes to get parents, particularly fathers, dads, to say, you know, I'm proud of you. Good job. I'm glad you know you did that. Great job. So many of them, are. it's hard to hear that, and I don't know why, but those are blessings over our children, and we don't say that often enough. Our kids don't hear that kind of thing often enough, and that's sad, and those are blessings. Those are blessings that we can speak over them. Those are, that is speaking life over them. And when we speak life, not only do we want to speak life for other people, social media is huge when it comes to speaking bad things. You can start reading any kind of a thread on there, and it is just chock full of people arguing and being nasty with each other. Why don't we encourage each other? Why don't we use social media to encourage people and use our words to bless people and to speak life into them? And not only speak life into other people, but why do we not speak life over ourselves? And sometimes that is so difficult to do. But it goes back to that, you know what, I might not be feeling great today, but it could be worse. I'm doing the best that I can. My best may not be today where it was yesterday, but that's okay. It's that getting up and, well, I'm standing up. If that's all it is, I'm awake. I'm alive. And some people don't like even that thought, which is sad. But those are the people that need to be encouraged by other people. But you can encourage yourself. Speak good things over yourself. And what kind of good things can you speak over yourself? Well, for starters, read the Bible. Read Proverbs. One chapter every day, 31 chapters. You can read through Proverbs in a month. Start reading 
God's word and speak it out loud. We talk about our words and we think of spoken words, but what about a written word? I mean, that's why texting is a thing. That's why arguments on the computer make people mad. That's why cyberbullying is a thing, because it's written words, and we understand the power of written words. Why do we not understand the power of God's written word in the Bible? If God's written word is in the Bible, and God uses his words to speak creation into existence, how possible is it then that his written word can you know, will encourage us, will do good things for us? So not only read God's word, but speak God's word. If that means reading it out loud, if that means even just reading a verse, but speaking God's word. How powerful is that? His word even says that his word is powerful. Why? Why wouldn't that be? Because he spoke it. Those are his words. And if his words made creation, why wouldn't they be powerful enough to encourage us. Hebrews 1.3 tells us that God upholds all things by the word of his power. God upholds things. He, he will build you up when you are speaking his word. And Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword and piercing as far as the division of the soul and spirit of both joints and marrow and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. God's word is powerful. And we need to be using it to be speaking life into us. If we are using God's word to speak life into us, not only will our health be impacted, and I'm not talking about just physical health. That can also be mental health, spiritual health. How many times does somebody think about something and you just lie awake at night and then you don't get sleep because you're thinking about something somebody said? And those are the things that can change when you begin to speak the good things. So as we wrap up today, I'm hoping that that encourages you that beginning to understand how powerful your words are and how both death and life is contained in the words that you speak will help you to relax your mind, restore your body, and renew your spirit. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Reinspiring You podcast. We are glad you took the time to invest in your life today. As always, make sure you have subscribed so you don't miss any episodes. If you like what you've heard today, feel free to drop us a note at rypodcast at protonmail.com. You can also connect with us via the Revitalizing You Facebook page. Please note, homeopathy does not treat an illness. It addresses the entire person and is a matter of the body caring for itself. If you need treated or diagnosed, we here at Revitalizing You believe that the advice of a professional physician is in order. If you would like more information about an online homeopathic class or personal consultation, visit the Revitalizing You website at revitalizingyou.square.site or connect with us on Facebook. The Reinspiring You podcast is a ministry of Revitalizing You that focuses on helping its listeners to relax the mind, restore the body, and renew the spirit. Until next time, may you have reoccurring success and God bless.